Episode number two. Mark Twain once said, The two most important days in your life are the day that you are born and the day that you find out why. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about designing your dream life and how do we do that. Welcome to The Bottom Line. Your growth is the bottom line. I'm your host, Antonio Baldovinos. I create content on leadership and life. My ambition is to deliver stellar content on public speaking, business, leadership, marketing, and much more. My goal is to help you grow and help you make a great impact. If you're interested in any of that, make sure that you subscribe and like so that we can stay connected. All right, let's get after it. All right, I'm so excited about today's episode. I think it's one of the most important things that we could talk about. I think it's important for every person. I don't care how old you are. So this this is so important to me that recently I took my older sons out for breakfast. Now, I have five sons and one daughter. Now, one of my sons is three years old, so he wasn't invited. He didn't come. But I do have a 22-year-old, a 20-year-old, a 17-year-old, and a 13-year-old. So I took them out for breakfast, and I talked to them about what I'm going to be talking to you about. And uh, I, I think it's so important for parents to talk to their children about this. Uh, many times we don't ever even hear about this in school. It's one of those things that I can't believe uh, they don't talk about in school. Um, and they might flirt with it. They might even you know, tell you, you know, when you get older, do you want to be a police officer or a fireman or an accountant? You know, they really don't help you develop some of those things. Um, and as a dad, I think this is, for me, it became, I just kept thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. And I thought this could be one of the most important things, the most important tools that I could leave my children. Uh, yes, I could leave them, leave them a financial inheritance, and that's obvi- obviously good to do and special. I could leave them a good name, which I think is incredible. It's valuable. Um, you know, building a name and a reputation, it takes years to build and seconds to destroy it. And it's one of the best things to leave a children. But one of the best things to leave a children is what's inside of them that will help them, guide them, and help them in their lives. So I think one of the best gifts that I could give to my children was um, not just talking about what I'm going to be sharing, but also helping them develop this. And this is not a one-time thing. This is an ongoing development. Um, and I'm going to continue going out for breakfast, and I'm going to continue bringing this, these subjects up. But I even created a, a worksheet that goes alongside it just for them. I did it just for them. I didn't do it for any other reason. I didn't do it for anyone else. I did it for them. Because I think it is so crucial, and I wish someone else would have helped me uh, in my teenage years, in my early twenties. Even you know, now that I've learned it, I still do it. I do it for myself, um, but I wanted to give it to them, and I wanted to give it to you. Henry Ford once said, "The whole secret of a successful life is to find out what is one's destiny to do, and then do it." That's why we're going to be talking about what we're talking about today, about designing your dream life. Now, my dad is an architect, so I grew up watching my dad design. Now, in my younger years, I would watch him design with, you know, pencil and rulers and huge pieces of paper on a big desk, 
And then as technology transitioned, he went online and you now he designs online. And those lines actually create the plans for a home, the rooms and the hallways and the bathrooms and the garage and the living room and the kitchen and the dining room and so on. But it's all in the imagination. It's all in the idea of it first. I want this and I imagine that and I would love that. Now, there's other elements of just designing it in your mind, but this is where it begins. So I want to give you these principles and these tools of designing your dream life. And what I would encourage you to do is as you're listening and learning to this crucial subject that I think is so important, I would encourage you to not only write them down, write these uh, tools down, but I would encourage you to utilize this moment when there's questions asked that you actually write them down, but also write down the answers. This will help you develop your own dream plan, your own dream life. So number one, the, the biggest and most important tool, and this is where it begins for every person, is your imagination. Imagine. The first thing to accomplish for your dream and your vision is imagination. You want to imagine what your life will look like in the future. Now, let me describe to you the definition of a dream. It's an inspiring picture of the future that energizes our thoughts, our wills, our imaginations, and our emotions. They will empower you to do everything possible to achieve them. We all have dreams. We all do. What tends to happen as we get older is we start diminishing them or put practical responsibilities on them and we put them on the shelf. Sometimes we bury them all together, but, we, but they're not in our focus. They're not in, in our future. They're not in our, our focal point. And we need to bring those back. And I remember when I was a, a kid, I was a big dreamer. I was such a big dreamer that I did poor in school because I was a daydreamer. I was a night dreamer too, but I thought about ideas. I, I, you know, just, I did what children mostly do. They wonder, they imagine brilliant ideas. I have a three-year-old and, you know, he comes out with a cape and, and he thinks he's Spider-Man and he thinks he can do these great things. And I let him imagine it. Why not? Why would I try to kill it? He's enjoying himself. He's having a great time. That's actually going to help him in the future. Uh, So children dream big dreams and they fully believe them before they even see them as reality. That's really important for all of us. A child will gaze at the clouds and make images and scenes in their minds, in their heads. A child will play on the playground and make a whole picture, a palace, a castle, and they imagine it. They imagine themselves as rulers running a kingdom. Their imaginations are their playground. I was, like I said, one of those dreamers. I would fill my mind drifting off in school. I would mow the lawn. I would play basketball. And sometimes I would imagine a scout seeing me play basketball and so on. I know that may sound funny, but to me, it was real. And it was something that I grabbed a hold of. It's actually what helped me practice. It helped me work harder. It helped me, you know, because of that imagination. When I heard Charles Barkley was recruited um, and he was just playing basketball one day, you know, that's what I imagined. 
Justin Bieber, you know, put himself on on YouTube, and that's how he was found out, and he became a famous singer. So I kind of was one of those kids that I imagined myself like that, playing basketball or mowing the lawn. I would imagine all sorts of things, and I enjoyed it. I dreamt in school, in the school bus, in the playground. I did it all the time. I did it at night. I did it in the daytime. One of my favorite movies was Back to the Future. And I would imagine myself going back to 1955 and what I would do and what I would say and what, you know, what I would bring in my suitcase and so on. Um, it's, we have to go back to that. So I would tell you, go back to those moments or reimagine or re-envision or re-dream those things that you once had. I got to tell you something though. As I got older, I thought, uh, maybe I shouldn't be dreaming. That sounds, no, number one, it sounds childish. Number two, not practical. And number three, like, it's really not going to happen. And all those things are lies. They're garbage. I would tell you, go back there, actually. I used to think that dreams were, as I, as I grew up, I used to think that dreams are kind of self-indulgent. They're so selfish. And many times they, they can be. Um, and our, our culture you know, our cultural climate tells us to push after and achieve those things that really for purely for recognition, for personal gain or for personal wealth. And I don't buy into those cultural norms. I, I, I really don't. I think dreams are much more and bigger than just my personal recognition or my personal influence or my personal gain or my personal wealth. I think there's life will not be fulfilled. I mean, you look at people's lives right now. They're celebrities, Hollywood celebrities. You think they're they're happy? They're not happy. They're they're miserable and depressed, and they need to drug themselves or or drink themselves to to be happy. You know those things are not going to fulfill them. And I'm looking for fulfillment. Uh, so dreams can be selfish. I'm not talking to you about that. You know, the temp temporary satisfaction that type of thing. Um, that's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about that God placed a dream and a purpose in each one of us. And these God-given dreams take time to nurture, to marinate in order them in order for them to become uh, in full bloom. And so I don't want to kill them. I want to help them. I want to strengthen them. I want to structure them. I want to plan for them. I want to envision them and put them a part of my life. I want to help you to do that too. And dreams do take time to marinate and to mature. Sometimes uh, they're, they're a marinating process and a part of our growth process and our changes process. And sometimes those dreams uh, test us and, and cause friction for us, and they're there to help us. But we do want to start here. We want to reimagine them. If it's been a long time, take them off the shelf. Take them out of the ground and put them back on the table. I want you to imagine them without any restrictions, without any limitations, without any reality connected to them at all. What do you imagine your life to be like in 20, 30, 40, 50 years? What do you imagine your relationships to be like? What do you imagine your activity to be like? What type of books do you want to write or what type of impact do you want to make? You know, all the, what type of business do you want to have? What type of nonprofit do you want to pour yourself into? All of that will bring fulfillment and satisfaction as you create this and reimagine it. So I want you to grab a piece of paper and I want you to flood 
out that paper with all sorts of words. Flood them out. Flood them out of your life and your mind. And I want you just for a few minutes to suspend all unbelief, all unreality, all limitations, doubts, fears, you know, stop those things and just write them out and be free in this, okay? And, at, you know, I'm not telling you to make it happen. I'm telling you to write it down. That's the first action that we have to take. You have to write down what you imagine of your life, your business. I want you to imagine it. I don't want you to define it. I want you to wonder and be curious of what it could be. And again, don't put boundaries on it. Don't put limitations. I want you to spend spend all unbelief and doubt. Number two for creating your dream life is you need a dream team. Yeah, you need a dream team. I want you to surround yourself. And if you don't find them, look for them. But you want to surround yourself with people who can help you and strengthen you. First of all, they need to believe in you. You don't want naysayers. You want people who could believe in you. Belief will actually help your self-esteem. I remember a man. He's still connected to me now, but he's, uh, you know, his wife just sent me a, a text asking me for uh, a birthday um, memory and write it down. They're, they're going to make a scrapbook for his life. And this man, 20 years ago, he believed in me. And he, that belief in me propelled me to go and, and, and do something with my life and my actions, my behaviors, because I didn't want to let him down. His belief in me propelled me higher. So you want to find people that can help you, challenge you, keep you accountable. They will strengthen your idea. They will strengthen your dream life. Uh, you want to also submit to some of those ideas. Be teachable. Consider what they're saying. Weigh out what they're saying. Take their advice. Take their counsel. Plans fail because of a lack of counsel. But with many advisors, you will succeed. It's a proverb. So who are those people? You want to write these people down. Who are those people that you can discuss your dream with, that you can plan out some of these things with, and who can help you? Who are those individuals? I want you to write it down. Number three to helping you build your dream life is you want to schedule it. Your schedule is where the rubber meets the road. It's where your dream becomes reality. It might not uh, be in fruition right away. Um, It's not into existence. But when you put your schedule and you put, these are the things that I need to do to help me uh, build my dream. These are the people that I need to meet. These are the books that I need to read. These are the activities that I need to, to do to create and to help me. These are the walls onto that architecture plan. Okay, that schedule is so crucial. If you do not schedule it, it's pretty much a pipe dream. John Wooden, the famous basketball coach, he said this, make every day your masterpiece. So I would strongly recommend that you put a schedule and you prioritize those areas of your life and then you begin. I would organize it in a two-hour increments at first. Now, some you know high performers are doing it every 15 minutes. They're literally scheduling their life for every 15 minutes. You know, that might be extreme or sound extreme to you, but you can start with two-hour increments. 
This is the activity that I'm going to do for two hours. These are the activities that I'm going to do for two hours and so on. Uh, So time is so crucial when it comes to building your dream life. It's the great equalizer for all of us. We all have 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week, resulting in 168 hours per week. And if you take out 56 hours for sleep, now we are down to 112 hours to achieve all the results that we desire. We cannot save time. It can only be spent. There are only two ways to spend our time. We can spend it wisely or we can squander it. We can squander our life. So, you know, time, let me, let me put it to you this way. We have been given it's four incredible life resources. Every one of us have been given these four life resources. Number one, you've been given time. Number two, your affections. Number three, your finances. And number four, your talents. Now, every person's been given different amounts. We haven't been given equal talents. We haven't been given equal time. We haven't been given equal finances or equal opportunities. But we all have all four of these. So regardless of what you've been given, every one of these life resources should be explored and considered. You have your time in front of you right now. And how you use that life resource is one of the most important things to evaluate, to consider, and to act upon today. Our schedules create, this is really important, our schedules create the law of familiarity. The more that we repeat a behavior, the more it becomes second nature, the more our minds see something over and over and over and over again, and then it just becomes naturally you. Uh, and I am a creature of habit. Like I could drive down the road, and if I did that two or three times, turn that down that road and you know went up that street and so on, I even if I'm using the same road and I'm supposed to be going a different somewhere else, I will literally go to the same place just because I'm a creature of habit. I will repeat the same thing just because I, I created that law of familiarity. So when it comes to your schedule and your time, you want to create habits that will help you and propel you to create that dream life, to create those habits that will strengthen you, you know, read those books and attend those things and spend time with those people and do those activities, whether it be fitness or, or food or something else. Uh, but you, you know, this is really, really important. Now, when it comes to time, a lot of people say, you know, you don't want to, you want to balance things out, but I couldn't agree. I, I do not agree with that. Uh, because there are seasons for things that you're building that should be obsessive in a way that you're building and you're putting your focus on, and some of these other things will just not be there on a temporary basis. So not all time is equal or should be equal or should be look up, looked upon as that important because sometimes we kind of give time to the urgent and we shouldn't. Sometimes we shouldn't. Sometimes we need to fix things that are urgent, but sometimes we give ourselves to those things that are urgent that are actually taking our focus away because, you know, our time is given to the crisis of the moment that surrounds us. And then we get sidetracked and we lose that focus. Other things that we give ourselves to that we should are the important. Those things should be cornerstone of how we spend our time, what should we should be doing, what we should be creating, and those will help us create those high-performing high, high performing habits. 
and procrastination will kill and steal from us what we should be doing, what we want to be doing. So we really want to look at time in a really, really important way. Um, And so I could elaborate on this much more, but I'm not. I would say, I would leave it with this. Make sure that all the things that you value, like your spiritual life, like your finances, your physical health, your recreation, your, your business, your vocation, you know, your relationships, they're all put in that schedule. You want to make sure that those things, the things that you value, your relationships, your spiritual life, that you're praying and meditating and, and studying, um, that you're investing and saving and budgeting and all those things. If you say that, I mean, we're spending most of our time for money, um, and if we value it so much, if we value our time, then we want to make sure that we're budgeting properly. Our physical health. If we give away our health, even for the temporary, it should just be temporary. But really, you know, health and our physical activity and our food, it should be a focus of ours. It should be taken care of. So how are we doing it and how are we implementing it in our schedule? Uh, of course, our recreation, the things that we like, the things our ha- you know hobbies or vacations and rest and all that stuff should be put in there as well. So I just wanted to give you a picture of how you should be putting your schedule. Number four, though, to help you create your dream life is to have a growth plan. Always be learning, digesting knowledge and integrating that into your life. Your plan should include books, courses, events to learn from. It should include mentors. So I recommend when it comes to scheduling a growth plan that you write down a book that will help you towards what you're building and you should put a deadline to it. All goals should have a timeline. All goals should have a a focal point and it should have this is when it's due. If you don't put, for example, I want to lose 10 pounds by the end of July. Well, then I should break that down by every week, how much I want to lose. And I should break down the activities that will help me, whether it's, you know, cardio or food or, or, you know, lifting weights, you know, those things should be put in place to help me. I will lift this many times a week. I will do these body parts and I will do this, you know, X, Y, Z so that it can help me do that. And this is my deadline. And so every week I'm able to see my, progression to see my results. So when it comes to books or courses or things that I'm going to invest in when it comes to my time and my my money uh, and my learning, I want to make sure that I put what I'm going to be reading or, or digesting and when it's due. That way I keep myself accountable and make sure that I do it. The last thing that I want to share with you is about protecting your dream. This is uh, something that I, I've been thinking about protecting that dream because sometimes and some things hijack those dreams, procrastination being one of them, or the idea that you're going to eventually do it is a hijack to your dream. There's other things that will propel you and other things that will stall you or kill that dream altogether. Your dreams many times are a threat to other people. So what I would recommend is write it down and store it in your heart and then consider who you should share it with. Don't just share it with everybody because one of the things that will hijack or steal from your your dream is other people's jealousy. 
Jealousy will kill your dreams and your destinies in your life. It will kill you if you're comparing yourself to other people. If you're jealous of what other people have or what they're experiencing or what they're doing, it will hijack your own dream. So you want to make sure that you're protecting your dream by not being jealous of other people. And and so don't compare yourself, but also be careful with who you're sharing it with. When you have any type of dream or success or promotion, jealousy is right there. Jealousy is a dream killer. Another dream killer is things that enslave us. And I'll expand on what the, what I mean by that. Many times we get ourselves into debt or addictions or wrong habits. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. There's so many different kinds that will enslave us. Debt will enslave you if you're in debt to something that you shouldn't be, don't need to be, uh, because it will stall you or hinder you altogether from fulfilling or going after your dream. Other things that will uh, steal your time, steal relationships, could be pornography. It could be it could be uh, other habits that you shouldn't be doing. Like could be bad foods. It could be all sorts of things. You just want to reconsider and consider the things that could be enslaving you and stalling you and stopping you from fulfilling your dreams. So make sure that you're protecting it and guarding it from. Uh, things that will enslave you and addict you, jealousy, uh, procrastination, throwing away your time, uh, squandering it by things that are activities that don't matter, will not build, will not support. I'm not talking about rest, but if you're resting all the time, if you're chilling all the time, you're not going to build anything. You're not going to build your dream life. So in summary, To conclude our time, I know that I went through a lot and I hope that you write things down or re-listen to this podcast because I think there's a lot of great nuggets, a lot of great keys that you can learn from. I want you to dream your dream and go after it, plan for it, have purpose because that dream, and if you put a plan together with your schedule, it it will give you a compass for your life. And you can review it. You should review it all the time. You could review it annually. You could review it quarterly. You could review it all sorts of ways. Um, And that's why I put goals and deadlines together because this can help you in a big way. So in summary, you want to write down those dreams. Imagine your life, what it could look like, what your relationships could look like, the things you want to do, the thing people you want to impact, the places you want to go, you want to write it down. You want to create a dream team. Surround yourself with people that will help you go after your dream. You also want to schedule your dream. Make sure that your dream and your schedule coincide together. Otherwise, it's just a pipe dream. Then you want to have a growth plan. You want to write out the books, the conferences, the courses, the the things that you need to coach that you want to submit yourself under to help you grow. The money that you want to invest to help you do that. That's part of your growth plan. And then you want to lastly protect your dream. Dreams give you purpose and they give you identity. So I am a big believer in dreaming your dream life and making it happen. So dare to dream and act on that dream today. So thank you for spending time with me. I hope this adds value to you. I hope that this helps you grow because again, that is my bottom line. 
So if you like this podcast, these resources that I'm going to be bringing to you every single week, I ask you that you'd subscribe, tell your friends, share about it. I would love for you to share it with other people. I love making great content. I'm going to continue to be doing my best in serving you and helping you grow because that, like I said, my, your growth is my bottom line.